What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Single Dads Club brought to you by none other than your host, Joe. Once again, I appreciate everybody who's taking the time to listen to my podcast today. And anybody who's ever taken the time to listen to the previous episodes, I, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. You know, I always, always appreciate the love and the support. <sighs> no, you heard the little snippet of the song in the beginning. So it's a song that's just very like it's it's a dear song to me. And the reason why it's dear to me is because it was a song that my mom and my stepdad like really loved, you know, and it's a song that just grew on me because I heard it so much and I understood like how much my parents loved it as well. And it's like when I when I hear that song, you know, it gives me like a lot of a lot of just memories um, about my mom, you know, and just thinking about things in the past with my mom, you know. So it's just a song that's always been dear to me, and especially you know, since she's been gone, it's a song that I, I visit like frequently, and you know, I just get to my reminiscing ways about her. You know, because it was like she was she was just taken too soon. And it was just like that's the one thing that brings me kind of like just brings me comfort when I think about her playing that song. You know, it just brings me comfort and it just gives me like sort of like a connection with her. You know, like it's it's kind of hard to understand if you don't. If you can't like really, you know, go through feelings of losing somebody that close to you, you know, but I mean, that's just, that's just me, you know, I like, that's just the connection I feel. And the reason why, the reason why I bring this up, um, is because unfortunately today, um, my mom's brother passed away. He passed away from, it was, I believe, liver and kidney failure passed away this morning and that was her that was her brother so that was my uncle and when I heard about it I was kind of just like I was just at a like a like a oh damn like you know that sucks to hear you know because you know I got an update early in the morning about him from his brother and the brother's just like, you know, he's in this state of being right now. You know, this is where he, this is where his state of health is right now. Um, but, you know, he wasn't feeling any visitors. So, you know, nobody could go visit him. And, you know, the brother was just telling me like, you know, as far as he knows, he was still like in a, a like a understanding mind capacity, you know. And when I was hearing that, I was just like, you know, it kind of, it kind of seemed like, okay, you know, like, hopefully, you know, things don't go for the worst. And, you know, somehow, some way, he might be able to battle back. You know, you always want to think positive in a situation when you know about somebody in a situation like that. You know, you always want to think positive and, and think like, you know, you want the best outcome from that person. And... 
you know, like a little bit of time went by after the brother updated me and after I started talking with my sister about it as well. And then my sister texted me and she's like, you know, uncle passed. I'm like, dang, you know, and it brought me to that. It it, it brought me to that, like thinking like, you know, like I, I thought of my mom, of course, because, you know, that's her brother. And I'm just like, you know, dang, that like that sucks, you know, like my mom passed and, you know, now her brother passed, you know, I I know she would hate to to have heard that if she was here, you know, as the other family members didn't want to hear something like that, but unfortunately, you know, it happened. So, I was just like, dang, you know, it, that that sucks, you know, but at the same time, I'm just like, man, like I'm like I hate that it happened, you know, but at the same time, I didn't know him. And for me, I'm just like, you you know, like, how do you like, how do you grasp with knowing a family member passed away, but you never knew the family member, you know, like, how do you like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how do I, how do I go about like, like processing that loss, you know, like, like, it's just kind of like, I don't know how to, like, I don't know how to feel about it, you know, like, of course, I, like, of course, I'm sad by it, you know, like, that's a family member. So regardless, you know, hearing about a family member with that happening, you know, that's automatically going to bring like some type of sadness to you. But it's just kind of like, I don't know. I, I I never met the person. I never met the guy. So I'm just kind of like on one hand, you know, like, man, like I'm going to I'm going to keep him in my prayers. And I, I send my condolences to his brothers and his sisters, you know, his immediate, immediate family, you know. And then on the other hand, I'm just like, what what else? You know, what else do I do in this situation? You know, like what what else can I express, you know, to show, you know, my, my, my sadness about this, you know, and I'm just like, you know, this feels just like, it feels similar to how, it feels similar to how it was with my father when my father passed in 2017. Like, you know, I got a call. I I can't remember if it was in the same year or like 2016, but I got a call one day and it was like one of my cousins or something telling me like, you know, hey, um, I just wanted to let you know, like, you know, your, your dad's in bad shape. You know, I mean, for what it's worth, you know, we felt like you should be notified, you and your sister. And, you know, we wanted to, you know, just reach out and let you guys know about this. And I'm just like, you know, I, I appreciate it, you know, and I even I even got to talk to him. Like, I even got to talk to him probably, like, once or twice. And it was just, like, it was, it was kind of awkward and just, like, not understanding to me. Like, I didn't understand, like, what I'm supposed to say to this person that, you know, like, hasn't talked to me in, like, over 20 years, you know? Like, could have reached out in ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, when he found out that I was in contact with family again, you know, could have been ways that he could have reached out and, you know, just 
try to open the relationship back up or whatever, you know, but it didn't, it didn't go like that. And I was just kind of like, after the conversation that we had, I was just kind of like in my head, like, you know what, man, you know, no, no ill will towards the guy, you know, no, no ill will or, or, you know, hatred, anything, but I'm just kind of like, I was at the point where I was cool if I didn't talk to him no more, you know? Because I'm like, the relationship was already damaged from the, like, from, from way back in the days, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't get at it, like, I didn't, I didn't see or hear no effort on your part trying to reach out to me and, you know, keep up with me or whatever. So I was just like, why would I, why would, why would I do that then? You know, why would, why would I be the one to do it if you're not doing it? You know, so. I just was like, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. Like, he has my number, so, you know, if he wants to use it, he'll use it. If not, you know, it is what it is. And then, you know, like, months later, I got another message or phone call, and it was like, you know, your pop sees in the hospital, and he's doing really bad, and, you know, we wanted to let you know about this because, you know, it, it it's looking like, it's going for the worst, unfortunately. So we wanted to post you guys and let you know about this. And when I heard about that, I was like, okay, man, you know, like maybe I should make a trip real quick and, you know, just go up there. You know, like I haven't seen the man in over 20 years. And, you know, it's like me being a bigger person was just kind of like, you know what, I'm a put the differences aside, go up there and, you know, just give him one last, one last look at his son, you know, let, let him see his son and, and kind of give him like a feeling that I turned out okay, you know, cause I really couldn't talk to him. So it, he, he wasn't really like in that state of mind to where he could really hold a full blown conversation. So it was more of just me going up there to show to show him, like, you know what, it, it's okay, you did what you did, and I'll never understand it because I never knew your life, but I'm just here to show you, like, I turned out okay, you know, don't worry, I, I turned out okay, you know, Mom Duke, she, she did her thing, so, you know, like, before you lay your eyes one last time, like here I am. I'm okay. You know, I'm I'm doing I'm doing okay in life, man. So, you know, I, I hate that I hate that it came down to, you know, it being during that moment to where he sees me for the first time in all those years, but I was just like, Hey, I mean, nothing I can do about it, you know? And then it was like he didn't pass away when I went to visit him, so that was a good thing. So I kind of walked away was like, okay, well, you know, he he wasn't really in that great shape or that great health and, you know, couldn't really comprehend a lot at that time. But, you know, I, I walked away feeling like, you know, maybe he maybe he'll maybe he'll be all right. Maybe, you know, he'll he'll recover somehow. You know, that's how that's how I felt, you know, like no ill will, no bad feelings about him, like, look, I hope he recovers, you know, that's all I can say, because the guy is a stranger, and then lo and behold, 
I come back home and like a few days later or maybe like a week later, I was told that he passed away and I got the confirmation. So then it's like, okay, I was like, dang, you know, like that sucks to hear, you know, but it didn't, it didn't take an effect on me. Like the effect that it had when my mother passed, you know what I'm saying? Because my mother was my, that was my parent. That was my full bone parent. Like she was doing it mostly by herself until, you know, she got on my stepdad. But still, she was still, you know, doing her due diligence with me, you know. But by that time, I was kind of like headed for my teenager year. So, you know, that's when I just kind of like let loose and, you know, kind of just got into that like disobeying stage and just kind of, you know, feeling myself or whatever, you know. But it, it's just like the effect didn't come over me like it came over me when my mom's passed, you know, like when she passed out, I, I bawled, like I was just, I made bad choices, you know, following that, that loss. And I just didn't know how to really comprehend with it. You know, I didn't really know how to, how to grasp it, how to understand, you know, what I lost, who I lost, you know? And it's just like, you know, with my with my pops, I, I didn't go to his funeral, and I was just like, you know, I was okay with that, you know, like, no disrespect or anything, but I was okay not going, and I felt like blowback from that from just like a few family members, and you know, I was like, how do you how do you how do you try to like get on somebody because they didn't attend the funeral, like, of their father, like, you, you have no idea, like, I don't even know if the family members that was coming down on me had any idea, like, how it was between me and him, or between him and my mom, because basically, I didn't have, like, a relationship with him, like, I don't remember any, anything really about him, except, like, like, one or two times that I seen him, and that was it, so here I am in my like early 30s or whatever and you know I haven't seen or spoken to this man in over 20 years. So now I'm getting grief from other family members because I didn't go to this man's funeral. Like this man was supposed to be my pops and he had my number and he had plenty of time to reach out to me if he really wanted to, you know, even though he was heading for kind of like the worst when we first got back in contact, he still had my number. So there was times where he could still pick up the phone and was just like, hey, son, you know, yada, yada, or, you know, just kicked it, whatever, you know, it, he could have did whatever he could have picked up and just said, hey, how's the weather, you know, like something like that. But at the same time, I don't know his, like, I don't know his mind frame, you know, so he might have been feeling guilty and he might have felt like there, there was no hope to develop a relationship or he might have felt like, why start now? You know, I'm in this state of health, you know, whatever the case may have been. But I'm just like, how can you give somebody else grief when you don't even like you're not in my shoes? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not you're not in my shoes. So how are you going to try to give me grief when you don't understand the feelings that I had? And then to find out like he was he was like a father figure to other family members. Like he was father figure to like cousins of mine. And I'm just like, what's like family, like father figure, like what's going on to find out he was like 
he, he was playing like a father role in the life of some of my cousins, like to where it felt like he was their father. And I was just like, wow, like, so he played father to other family members, but he didn't bother to like, you know, try to develop that relationship with this son that he kind of just was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a walk away from that. You know, it was like, okay, wow. So you like, did you analyze that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm thinking like, did my family members analyze any of this information that they know before they came at me talking about, oh, I'm wrong or whatever, you know? And I was just like, you know what, man, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm not going to sit here and entertain. I'm not going to entertain people, you know, family or whatever about my decision when you don't know why my decision was like that. And it's kind of like you wasn't even really trying to hear it either. Like, all you wanted to do is just snap on me like I did something wrong. And it was just like, you didn't even want to hear my side. You was just like, nah, you wrong straight up. Like, there's no there's no explaining your action. Like, you just wrong for it. Like, okay, whatever. Like, feel how you feel. But, hey, I can't show love to... I can't show love to a stranger, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you know, it's it's not, it's not that easy for me. But see, the reason why, like, that's that's the reason why it's similar to losing my uncle today. But there's a difference. See, the difference is, like, my uncle, like, he, like, I knew about him, but I didn't know about him until maybe, like, a year or two ago. Or maybe a little while ago, like I knew there was what three brothers my my mom had, and like one two sisters. That's bad. I, I don't even know how many sisters she had, but I know it was I know it was three brothers she had, and I I knew about like two of them. Two of them stayed, you know, kind of like current with me when we moved, cause. We was living in Long Island and then we like my parents, I always tell I always tell anybody like this is how I landed in South Carolina. My parents just took out a map one day and they closed their eyes and pointed their finger on the map and they came up with South Carolina. Like that's how I tell everybody that's how I ended up in South Carolina. But it, it's really like they just made like a decision and we ended up here. So when I ended up here, I kinda lost touch with like my dad's side of the family and like, didn't have much communication with my mom's side of family. But the brothers, like, two of the brothers were, you know, keeping up with my mom. And she was keeping up with them. And I would get to talk to them. And one of the one of the uncles is, like, a big baseball fan, big sports fan. So, me and him, we had more of a connection because he would always talk about the Yankees. And I would talk about the Mets. Or he'd talk about the Yets and the Man- Yankees, whatever. I was a big Yankees fan still in. Um, but, you know, he would always call in and talk about sports for a while. And then as I started getting older and wandering away from, like, being in the house all the time and just, you know, doing me, you know, I lost that connection with them. But then here comes Facebook, you know, and bam, Facebook find you ancestors and great, great grandparents and anybody that you're trying to find that that you might have lost touch with. You know what I'm saying? Like, popping the name and bam, like... Here's some pictures. Do you recognize them? You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. And that's how I found, like, that's how I got back and connect with my dad's side of the family. You know what I'm saying? So, 
but I, I like I knew about I knew about my uncle that passed today, but I didn't know him. Like I never I never met him. You know, I don't recall any memories of him. I don't recall like hardly any conversations about him, you know, and I, I don't know if somebody told me like um, a while back or kind of recent about his health. But I do remember like he reached out to me on Facebook and friended me. And then, you know, he would comment under some of my posts and, you know, he would comment about my daughter, you know, just giving me the, you know, heads up, like you're doing great, you know, that, that spill and just, you know, interacting with me here and there on Facebook. And I was just like, you know, cool. Like I kind of thought it was odd that he just, you know, all of a sudden wanted a friend request me, but at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm down for it, you know. Like, he wants to reach out and, you know, develop a, a bond, then that's cool. You know, I'm with it. And um, then to hear that, you know, he he's in that state of health and he has the, the liver failure, the kidney failures. I'm just like, dang, like, I was kind of like taken away because I didn't I didn't know that, you know, like, I don't recall somebody telling me about his his health being like that, you know, like. I'm not sure if it just kind of like slipped my mind or I'm just really like now understanding about it. Like I'm just now really hearing more about it, you know? So it was just like, wow, like I didn't know like he was going through anything. Like I seen him post like pictures of him on Facebook. They look very recent and he kind of looked like he, he looked like a healthy guy kind of, you know, like. I don't remember like his age or anything, but I didn't see like his appearance as like his health tanking or anything like that, you know? So I just kind of felt like, you know, he was in that, he was in good state of health or a good state of being. And then to find out like, no, he, he's, you know, liver failure, kidney failure in, in hospice. I'm like, dang. And, you know, hospice is, you know, if you if you know what hospice is, then you know it's kind of like that that final stage. So it was just like, dang, like he's in hospice, and I still had hope. And it was just like, yeah, like he he's gone. I was like, wow, like heard about him yesterday, and then gone today. I was just like, wow, like well, that's the the saying's true. You know, like here today, gone tomorrow. You know, like he was here yesterday and he's gone tomorrow. He was gone today. So I'm just like, wow, like it kind of makes me like just appreciate the changes that I've made in my life. You know what I'm saying? Because like back then I was like alcohol. Like I was I was like, yo, where's the drink? You know what I'm saying? Where's the smoke? Like back in the days, you know, when you were your in your teenage years and you going into your 20s, your 21, like you start like, I can't say everybody, but me, I just started like experimenting with, you know, the alcohol and, and other things, you know what I'm saying? So I was just in that stage and, and I was on that path for a hot minute, you know, like I was the, I was the one that hung around the group where we was putting our empty liquor bottles on top of our fridges or on top of our cabinets to keep a collection of our bottles that we drank. You know, like that's what we was doing. And then, you know, like I got I got grief from my mom's about it. You know, she didn't like to see it and I made some bad choices, you know, 
being in that alcoholic state of mind too. And, you know, my mom seen those choices too. So, you know, I got a lot of grief from her. And just to see myself come from that lifestyle I was living and going that route. And now, like, here I am years later and I'm totally like 360. Like, I'm not really with it. Like, I, I hardly drink. I hardly partake in any other thing. I just really like I'm homebody, you know, like if I don't have my daughter, I'm at the crib chilling or I might go see one of my homies. But if I go see my homies, I'm chilling at their spot, not really out, you know. And then if I have my daughter, you know, it's all about her. Like, okay, let's go ride your bike. Let's read your books. Let's go to the basketball court. You know, it's what she wants to do. You know, like that's how it is with her and me, you know, so I'm just like. I'm not I'm not that type of like just out body that I was, you know, just running wild. And my sister told me like, well, yeah, he was like a heavy, heavy alcoholic, you know, and, you know, like she was like, that's something like mom just really, really like had ill will towards like she didn't like drinking at all. You know, she wasn't really into any of that stuff. So, you know, she was like kind of saddened to see her children, you know, start using it. And I was like the main one that was out with it. Just like she she already knew I was wilding with it because I was still living at home, but I was living basically like in the basement, but it kind of was like an apartment. So I had my own like space and my own privacy to an extent, but she still could come peek in on me or whatever. And it was just times like she would know like things was happening with me and it was the alcohol. And I was I mean, I was to to know that he was that heavy alcoholic and to know that I could have very well went down that same path. But in my mind, I shaped up and it was like the blessing came to me. The blessing came to me and said, look, God said, I'm going to bless you with this right here. And if this blessing doesn't turn your actions around, if this blessing doesn't change your state of mind, if this blessing doesn't change how you think about life, then, you know, I'm going to pray for you. That's how I kind of felt like me and God was connected and he just kind of came through with that blessing. And as soon as my daughter was born... There's the blessing. I'm like, okay, like, I got a, I got, I got a whole kid on my hand now. You know, like, I got to shake things, you know. And it didn't start off like things didn't start off all peaches and cream, you know, between me and her mom and, and having this, this, new, this new journey in our life. You know, like, we was started out struggling, you know. Like, we was, we were struggling before her, but... We were still doing a little struggling when she came, you know, so it was kind of like, okay, things got to change. And, you know, we started like kind of getting in a better mind frame with each other. And we started kind of like come together and was communicating on like what we was aiming to do, you know, like what our goal is. And I was just like, you know, basically she... Basically, my child is what made me smarten up and stop doing the stupid things that I was doing because 
those stupid things that I were doing could have damn near landed me in jail or in the grave, you know? And it was like, like what what good am I to my daughter if I'm landing in jail or in the grave? You know, like, that's taking me out of her life. And when she grows up and she understands that I wasn't in there, then, you know, that's kind of like a given for resentment if she feels that way. And there's nothing that you could say to smooth it over because you had the choice to either make those smart decisions or not. So it's like looking over his whole situation, it just made me reflect on like, you know, don't take life for granted. You know, don't take it for granted. And like if you're if you're out there and you're like you're wilding. You know, like you're just out there wilding, man. Just understand, like there's better things. There's better things that you can do with yourself, you know. Like don't let nobody feel, don't don't let nobody put you down. You know, don't let nobody make you feel like, you know, you have to live your life a certain way according to them. You have to live your life according to yourself. And if you have kids, I feel like you have to live your life according to how you want your kids to be raised and how you want your kids to handle themselves as they grow up, you know, because when you have a child, it's not about you no more. It's like basically 100% about the child, you know, like that's all to it, all about the child. So, but I know I'm kind of running over today, so I don't want to take much more of your time, but just to let you guys know on my whole voting thing, I did some research today and I found a sample ballot and a sample ballot is something that you can find on the internet. You can go to Google, just type in a sample ballot and type in the county that you reside in and you can get a printout of what you will be looking at when you go to the polls and it'll tell you all the choices for president, vice president. It'll tell you the choices for U.S. Senate, U.S. House of Representative District 4, uh, state Senate District Eight, State State House of Rep- Representatives District Twenty One, uh, the Sheriff Clerk of Court, Corner County. You know, it gives you a list of what your what your ballot will look like. You know, so you're not gonna have the same ballot as everybody, but you're you're gonna have a ballot that the sample one is gonna mirror the ballot at the actual voting station that you go to. So if you're not really sure on who like who's on the ballot and you know, who all the people are that you're going to have to choose to vote for. Go to Google, go to sample ballot, type in your county as well. I'm in Greenville County. So all I did was type in Greenville County. Um, what did I type? I, t- I typed in ballot Greenville County and it popped up and was just like showing me sample ballots of who was on it. And the sample ballot is all the names that you'll see. But as time goes by closer to the election, some people could be disbarred or some people could be dropped out or some people could be disqualified. You might not see the same exact names on there, but they say as you closer as you get closer to the election, those names that you see on that sample ballot are most likely the same ones that you're going to see on your ballot when you go vote. So, you know, if you if you don't if you're not sure who you're voting for and all that, like I said, go to Google, type in the city, the county that you're voting in. And ballot and you'll pull up a sample ballot of who is all on the ballot and who you'll be voting for. So, you know, um, I'll talk more about that on Wednesday, though, 
right now I'm I'm running over and I don't want to keep y'all too long. I know everybody got things to do and everything like that. So, you know, I just want to drop my episode today, talk with y'all and, you know, just give y'all insight on what life's like today. And, you know, I'll reach out with y'all Wednesday and we'll pick it up from there. But until then, I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of the day, Monday, Monday blues. It is what you make of it, though. So, you know, at the same time, have a positive mindset and you'll forget all about the Monday blues. But until then, peace, love, happiness. Go out there, educate yourself, you know, show love, reach out to your loved ones, let them know, you know, just simply you love them. You know, you can be gone. You could be you could be here today and gone tomorrow. man. That's a true fact. So, you know, don't take life for granted. But until next time, I appreciate y'all listening, man. Y'all be easy.